0: Thank you for choosing to listen to the continuation of the message
1: Have Faith in God by Rev. Dr. David Entry Everything creative responds to faith so you cannot receive anything meaningful without faith Find out more on how to develop your faith as you listen Be blessed Father, we thank you for the privilege to hear your word Thank you that you are our hope You are the utter and the finisher of our faith Thank you that in you we live and move and have our being. Thank you that at the entrance of your word, light comes to us. Lord, speak your word to us. Reveal yourself to us and let us experience and encounter Jesus. In this our month of divine encounters and divine visitation, we pray that give us encounters in your word that will change the face of our future. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Last week I started talking about having faith in God. Tell somebody, have faith in God. God. Shake someone on the shoulder and tell the person, "Have have faith in God. And I didn't get to finish it. So I want to pick it up from there. The disciples came to Jesus after they witnessed a fig tree that has weeded to the roots because Jesus cast it 24 hours before. And they were very surprised. And they came to Jesus and said, Master, the tree which you cast has weeded. And Jesus said, have faith in God. Mark eleven twenty two. have faith in God. I spoke about how it takes faith to enjoy God. It takes faith to experience God. It, take, it takes faith to receive from God. The Bible said in Romans chapter one, verse 17, that the just shall live by faith. For in it, in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So we thrive, we the people of God, what keeps the spiritual blood circulation is our faith. When your faith begins to go down, it is like your heartbeat is going down. So normally, when paramedics show up on the scene, when there's a trauma, there's something, they first of all have to check the pulse. The pulse tell you that the heart is still working. When a a pregnant woman has a severe impact or goes through something, bleeding or something, and they rush her to the hospital, one of the first things they have to check is to check the breathing of the, the heart, sorry, the heartbeat of the child. You know that machine? <laughs> if you're you a wife or a husband, you know what the, sometimes you are very worried by and they tell you everything is okay. Sometimes they tell you the child is a little bit distressed but everything is okay. Why? Because the heartbeat is there. If your faith beat is there, you'll be fine. So, when Jesus told Peter, Satan has desired to shake you this December like wheat. <laughs> so Satan, Satan has plans. <laughs> That's one of the things we don't want to know. But Satan has comprehensive plan, plan for you.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm telling, he has a major comprehensive plan for you. What will make you overcome and triumph it's not the failure of his plan so it's like they set a bomb and the bomb fails to go off now that's not it's not the failure of his plan but your faith your faith can 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 quench bible says that taking above no bible said taking on the shield of Ephesians chapter 6 verse I think 16, take up the shield of faith by which you'll be able to quench the fiery darts of the devil. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, somewhere there, 15, 16. It said, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. So we can pray for you, it's good. But if your faith is not in place, the fiery darts will still be ablaze around you. Your faith will quench it. So Jesus said, Peter, Simon Peter, Satan has desired desired to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith fails not. Luke chapter uh, 21 verse 32. 22 verse 32, yeah. But I have prayed for you that your faith fail. Most of the crisis in a believer's life is, is due to faith failure. Faith arrest. Heart attack. Faith attack, I said last week. So, when your faith fails, your testimonies will cease. As long as Oh this is good news for somebody as long as their heart is still beating the heart is still beating life is still there if there is activity in the brain and the uh, the heart stops forget it because even the functioning of the brain depends on the circulation flow of blood the, and the heart is what keeps everything going the heart Oxygen. The blood must go into the brain for oxygen to go into the brain. The heart. The heart. The heart. Heart is similar to faith. What the heart is to a human being, a living human being, the, your, the uh, faith is to a believer. The just. The just shall live by faith. You have to understand this. Either than that you'll be at the mercy of circumstances or the mercy of So-called spiritual gurus. There are times where there will not be any pastor with you. But your faith can take care of the situation. I see someone's faith coming alive. I see someone's faith coming alive. So, uh, Paul says, puts it this way. Paul says that, for we walk by second corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 we walk by faith and not by sight sight connotes what your natural senses can pick up so sight includes how you feel sight includes what the letter you can see and read Sight includes the reports you have heard. Sight include the taste. The taste you know something when you're even sick, you have funny tastes. Sight include includes everything the natural senses picks up. That is sight. And he says, We, we, say we. we. I can't hear you. We. Say we. we we walk by faith, not by sight. But every human being is supposed to live by sight. Your physical existence is dependent on your sight. What's the what's the what, what's, what's, what's the point of a person who can see, can hear, can't smell, can't feel, can't taste. It's coma. Tell you, you're in coma. Because all your senses are gone. You're not responding to anything. You don't feel it. They pinch you. You don't feel it. They speak to you, hello. They bang something big on your ears. You don't feel anything. They show you anything. You don't see anything. Your heart may be working. You are not dead. But your senses are gone. That's comatose. You have become like a vegetable. There are people in the hospital like that. So you need watch this. You need your sight to exist on earth. Either than that, you are in coma. Now he's saying that we put it back on the screen. We say we. we. Oh, say we. we. We, who is the we referring to? We is talking about the believers. Christians walk by faith and not by the normal thing everyone walks by. In other words, you need, you need your sights, you need your natural feelings and everything to respond to natural things. So at least you can see where you are going. I walk by faith, but I can't say this is, this is nothing. I will stumble. When there is fire, if I don't have feelings, I may burn myself. So I just need that to be able for, for, for health and safety reasons. <laughs> but for my thriving in life as a believer, it, faith is required because there are times where sight will be giving you wrong signals. Sight will be picking up the things that are not exactly what is in the program of God. Example, Mary said, How can these things be? Since I know no man, what was the plan of God? That she be pregnant. What is the site, the normal sight way, human way to get pregnant? You must know a man. And so now, this woman doesn't know a man. God said, you, But I need you to be pregnant without knowing a man. Mary said, the problem is I don't know a man. God said, take your eyes off the normal means and just focus your eyes on my program. So for you to be able to enjoy the benefits of God's program for your life, you must know how to, faith is just basing your choices, basing your confidence, basing your decisions on what you know God has said. So what does it mean, to walk by faith and not by sight? You are not basing your decisions on the things that are going on around you. Just purely on medical reports or purely on the statistics. But you are basing your decision purely on what you, have, you know God has said to you and what you know God's word is saying and you base your decisions on that. So, last week I spoke about how Jesus was going to the house of Jairus according to Mark chapter 5 from verse 23. He came out from the boat and Jairus, a leader of the synagogue, came and bent and bowed to him. He says that, Master, come home for I have a problem at home. Jesus said, let's go. It was an emergency. And as they were going, there's this woman with the issue of blood who came and tapped in from behind and tapped into her healing. Now, I told you last week that it it seemed like the woman was wasting time or Jesus was spending too much time or giving the woman too much attention because they needed a miracle in Jairus' house. And the the, the servant was dying. Time was not on their side. This is not the time for Jesus to be saying, "Uh, who touched me? If the person has touched you, has they taken your shoes away? Have, have, have the person taken your shoes away? Have the person taking your clothes away? Have the person stopped you from moving? If someone touches you, continue going. As long as he has not stabbed you. He touched, not stabbed. So why have you stopped looking for someone who touched you? When there are a lot of people thronging you. Everyone wants a piece of you. Everyone wants to touch you. Everyone I've seen a celebrity. And you don't have bodyguards. So why are you making so much noise about who touched you? And I told you that Jesus needed to find out who... she he knew it. He needed the one who touched him. Everybody must see what has happened just because of where he was going. He was going to uh, Jairus' house. And Jairus needed to know that the power is working in the guy. So this woman came forward just like... Um, 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 there are times God will do some things or will allow some things to happen just because of what He's about to do. Mary got pregnant. Listen to this; you like this, sir? It was easier for Mary to believe God and be pregnant. Because Elizabeth had been pregnant. Right. Elizabeth's pregnancy was, a nec- was necessary for Mary's pregnancy.
0: Okay. Mm.
1: When you read the Bible, it said, In the sixth month, mm. in the sixth, oh Jesus, this is a good one. Thank you, Lord. I just saw that. Just- in the sixth month, Luke chapter 1, verse, I think 26. In this, that's what I was teaching on last Friday, Pastor. It's nice to see you in the sixth month. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God. Go to the verse before, verse 25. So This is, verse 24, 24, let me show you something. Now, after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and she hid herself for five months saying that God has dealt, uh, the Lord has dealt well with me in the days when he looked upon me to take away my reproach from among, may God take away your reproach from me. Do you know what that means? Mm. some things people know about you which is shameful yes. everybody, can they, everybody can talk when you are not there they talk about it
0: yes.
1: yeah. oh they said uh, her husband is a thief has been arrested <laughs> say God forbid, God forbid. When, you, when you are not there they talk they, What they, they talk about you behind your back mm. and you know they actually it's true it's not nice. Mm.
0: There
1: are some things you wish no one knew about it. Mm. Can you imagine? Uh, uh, Cecilia gave a testimony, Madam Cecilia. She told me three weeks ago, so where is Cecilia? I said, yes, she, she told me three weeks ago. She works in some way, mental house or something. And she said, oh, I saw, is there a colleague or something? Patient. patient. Patient in the mental home. And she had an interaction with uh, this uh, discussion, or like whatever. And the patient said, What? He said, uh, About church, he said, Oh, David Entry, or whatever. And the patient said, What did the patient say? He said, What? I. What church do you go? I said, Caris. He goes, Caris. Pastor David, that's my pastor. (laughs) Okay. So he said, That's my pastor. (laughs) That's interesting. And he said, I know him. I used to play drums for him. Years ago, no, in Caris, in the old place, and you know, the question he asked bring the microphone. What the what, what hurry up? What question did, that's where I'm going. What question did he ask you? Have they got a baby? See, it? so in their minds, we were struggling to have a child. There are people who have it's okay. There are people who have met some of you and have asked you, So, have they got a child? Because when they knew us. We were not, we were childless. Supposedly. We were, so, I never knew this thing was a concern to
0: people. <laughs> so, so they used
1: to talk about it. They talk about it. No, nobody ever spoke about it like a concern. So, God taking away your reproaches. There are things people know about you, but sometimes they just uh, 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 hello, hello. But in their in their mind, they know that this lady can't get married, though. Hey, They know that this man he can't get any this, any marriage, They know that this is what you are going through. They know that. See, they know. But I see God taking away your reproach. I see God taking away your reproach. I see God taking away your reproach. In the name of Jesus. He said, God has taken away my reproach. There are things things that others may not know. But you are doing anything possible so they don't get to know.
2: (laughs)
0: When
2: they
1: know your reproach, they sit in privacy and talk about you. But to this morning I stand here that may God take away your reproach. Yeah. May God take away your reproach. Yeah. May God take away your reproach. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. See people can write conclude about you because of what you look like but may God take away your reproach. Yeah. May God take away your reproach. I am prophesying. I said, may God take away your reproach. In the name of Jesus. So Elizabeth said that the Lord has taken away my reproach from amongst men. Luke chapter 1, it says that verse 25 and Elizabeth 20, and Elizabeth said, the Lord has taken away my reproach from, <laughs> the Lord has dealt with me, dealt with me in, in the day when she looked upon me and took away my reproach amongst people. Oh, God looked on her, an old lady, she's never had a child, and God looked on her and he said, you No, know, I'll take away this reproach. And she got pregnant. Five months pregnant, God will take away your reproach of sleeping. Amen. In congregation.
0: Amen.
1: Please say amen. amen.
2: <laughs> say amen.
1: <laughs> All right, I've gone very Far from my, for about 10 minutes, let's go back to my text. So, verse 26 says that in the six months, so Elizabeth was pregnant five months, then the six months, Bible said, in the sixth month, the angel of the Lord was, angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Nazareth, to a virgin, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to, sorry, city of Galilee, to a city of Gal- Galilee in Nazareth, okay, uh, named Nazareth, and to a virgin, to a, to a virgin. So God also likes virgin. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. The sixth man. God had to wait for six months. So watch this. When God was visiting Elizabeth, who was enjoying a testimony? She wasn't the key. It was the coming of Jesus. Mary needed to hear that testimony. Mary needed to hear the testimony. So when Mary was confused about because she was she was so surrounded by beset by what? The sight. The sight issue was: I don't know man. I don't have a man, I don't know a man. I'm, I'm a virgin. How can I be pregnant? That was a sight issue. This is impossible. He said, Oh, you think so? Your cousin Elizabeth. Who has been written or very old, who can't give birth? She has conceived. So we are dealing with conception. Conception, conception. Your concept, if Elizabeth can conceive, then you can also conceive. So God had to take her attention to go to Elizabeth's complex conception. As soon as she knew that, she knew that her own was possible. The same thing happened for Jairus. So Jairus was going, my son is about to die, please come. And then whilst they were going on the way, this woman with the issue of blood, issue of blood, your issue may not be of blood. Your issue may be a different issue, but she had an issue. She had an issue. Her issue is that people, her, her issue was people didn't know about it. You know, there are some issues people won't know. So they. Jesus tells Jairus, because of what had just happened for the woman, Jairus could believe enough that what Jesus said, fear not, only believe. You can't receive anything meaningful from God without faith. We are the sons of Abraham because of faith. Abraham is, yesterday I was teaching, yesterday I taught something amazing, amazing, Melchizedek. Amazing yesterday i was teaching about how abraham is the biggest personality in the New, uh, old testament yes. not moses So abraham moses is a seed of abraham every meaningful person in the old testament must be a seed of abraham unless you are like a nebuchadnezzar who is on the negative side everybody seed of abraham abraham was so big Abraham, when Jesus was referring to Abraham, he referred to him like the beginning. He said, before Abraham I was, not before Adam. Before Abraham was the beginning of the move of God, so to speak. Abraham, big man. He is who, or he was who he was because of this issue of faith. So he says that those of us who be of faith We are blessed with faithful Abraham or believing Abraham. Galatians chapter 3, verse 7, 8 there, it talks about how we are connected to Abraham because of faith. So whatever God began with Abraham continues with us, those of faith. Not in the Old Testament. That one was just physical things preparing the way for us. That is why he said that all these things are not made perfect without us. When it, he when spoke it about the hall the of faith, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 40 says that all these guys were not made perfect without us. They, apart from us, were not made perfect. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 40. And so we are those who give cred- credence, who, who give validity to their life, the life they led. They led, said, God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. And this chapter is talking about, by faith Abraham, by faith Sarah, by faith Isaac, by faith David, by faith Jephthah, by faith Noah, by faith Abel. He's talking about the men of faith. And then he finishes by saying that all oh, these guys have done well, but they are not. God has provided something better for us. That day, those guys, should not be made perfect or complete. Their work is not complete outside of us. Why? The life of faith, and he's talk, it's all about faith. Yeah. This is talking about faith. The life of faith they lived. Is made complete by the life of faith we live. Jesus! Jesus being the author and the finisher of our faith. And so this whole lifestyle, this whole God thing, Christian thing, is faith-based. Not your affiliation or your you can be in a good church but have a very poor Christian life. You can be so moral, very good, moralistic, very moral. Your moral compass is good. You are morally sound, but spiritually bankrupt. When it comes to the things of God, you are bankrupt or an alien, even though you are are morally sound. Mm. But when you are full of faith, you can be like a Joseph spoke to his father, give me the birthright, I am, I, am, I am Esau, Jacob, I am Esau, give him to me, and still be walking by faith. You can be dying on your deathbed, but still issuing the future people, because he said, I can't die, I have to release people's future. He said, by faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed the children of Israel. He blessed, he was dying. By, by faith, he could still release the future. You can't work for God, work with God, work with God without faith. By faith, Enoch worked with God. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5. By faith, Enoch worked with God, and he was not, because God took him. For before he was taken, it was said that he... Uh, by, by, faith, by faith, Enoch worked, uh, was taken away and did not see death. And was not found because he was taken uh, because God had taken him. But before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And we know, verse six we know, without faith, it's not possible to please God. So the 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 guy walked with God and pleased God by faith. You can't sink when you have faith. You cannot sink. It may look like you are sinking. You can't sink. Do you know why? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because everything created responds to faith.
2: Everything.
1: Everything. If God created it, it responds to faith. It respects faith. When when, When the earth sees faith, it reacts to faith positively. That's why Jesus said, I pray for you that your faith will not fail. Tell someone have faith in God. Have faith in God. How do you have faith in God? Number one, believe. Number two. So, number one, believe in God. Number two. Oh, I like this. Number two, rehearse. Rehearse the word of God. Rehearse the word of God. Keep the word on your mind. Rehearse it. In fact, you can put it like this, meditate. It says that Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, this book of the law shall not, the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate, meditate upon it day and night and observe to do all that is written therein. Then, and then thou shalt make your way prosperous and have good success. Your, your good success is a function of the meditation of the word of God. He said, The book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But what should you do? Meditate. He didn't say speak it. Being in your mouth means you are speaking it. But for you to be able to effectively speak it, you should keep your mind on it, meditate, think about it. Let the word of God be on your mind. Practice, think about it. The Bible says that blessed is the man, Psalm 1, verse 1, blessed is the man that does not, that not, not sit in the council of the ungodly, nor walk, uh, who does not walk, uh, bless the man who, uh, who does not, Walk, walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of markets. Verse two, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, does he meditate? Or he meditates day and night. He meditates in the law of God. Let the law of God be on your mind. Rehearse the word. So some of the things that I have said, that candiman shaka sire. Listen. The reason why you take notes in church is so that you can meditate and rehearse the word. Some of us take notes for fashion. You take notes and you never open the notes ever in your life again. What's the point? Listen. If there's a, pop, a popular or a very good even show or whatever you like watching, until when you go home, you're going to watch it. That's fine. Mm. But I would advise that usually, before the day ends, go back over your notes. Mm. So maybe when you finish watching, wash it down with the word again. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wash it down. Wash it down. But when you're going, just don't, don't, some of you, you have very poor Bible reading habits. Say, mm. Cesar, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, poor, it's a poor, Bible reading habit, not because you are not a serious Christian, just that you are, you have, your Bible reading habit is so poor, right. it's so bad. You are struggling, it's like someone who doesn't know how to swim and is in six feet pool, just trying to come out, <laughs> trying to come out. So the easiest way is after hearing God's word, when you go home, those same scriptures. Don't try and do and do theology. There's scriptures, the scriptures we quoted. Just go back, read them again, read them again, and ponder, think about. Ah, when pastor said it, did he? Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't get this point. What's the connection between this point and this text? So go and do your own search. By the time you realise it has become your personal possession from your inner man. So when Satan shows up, you are not looking for a message to pray to know what to do.
0: <laughs>
1: once the time shows up the word is inside you already this book meditate please Christians let's learn how to keep God's word on our minds he said he shall keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on your word I think Isaiah 56 verse 3 or 53 verse 6 somewhere there you shall keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed focus on God's word listen there are so many issues that will bother you every day. So Some of the things you hear, they will disturb you. Some of the things you are trying to do, you are trying to achieve. Can you imagine you are going for an interview? And this is a big job. You're so concerned. Everything about you is programmed towards preparing towards this interview. And sometimes you are even nervous. So, it, within all that, Then afterwards, another thing comes. So if you don't take care, it's like from one thing to the other, from one anxiety to the other, from one thing. Learn how to keep God's word on your mind as you are managing your own life as well. Keep God's word on your mind. Let the word of God be in you. He says that the word will keep you away from sickness. He says, for they are health or life to those who find it and health to all their flesh. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 22 23 24 my son, attend to my ways, let my words stay in you for he says that they are, they are, they are life to, oh, it said, for they are life to those verse 22 they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. think about it this is how I want you to take the scriptures it will help you. Verse 21 let me show you something. Do not let them depart, that's talking about the word of God, from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Okay, the word of God. Go to the next verse. Why? For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. So as you are meditating the word of God, know that it's medicine for your body. No, 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 listen listen to this. I want to draw your attention to something. When you are beginning to feel weak and well, caught the word, that. God, your word says that as I keep the word in me, it's held to my flesh. Believe this and begin to expect that this thing is held to my flesh. Don't wait for someone. You are looking for someone to lay hands and pray for you. That has its place. But don't be waiting for that. Even when we are laying hands on you, your focus is on this, that the word of God is held to my flesh. It's held to my flesh. Every day, take some tablets. Take some word tablets because it's held to my flesh. That's how you walk by faith, actually. You walk by faith, by believing God's word and practicing God's word, and then you see God manifesting in your life. There's no at this stage of your life. There's no need to be seeking. No. Yeah. Yeah. The word. Tell someone. Take the word. Take the word. So meditate on the word. As you meditate on the word, it gives you all. Stay, stay your mind on the word. How many of you have tried to believe what God is saying or believe God's word and sometimes you are believing and something else is throwing your attention somewhere else and you are trying, you are trying. but then later you remember where well, God's word said Then you try and keep your mind on the word. You have to learn how to stay your mind on God's word Other than that Satan will distract you. Satan's job to keep you grounded is to get your attention of God's word. So if as long as he can get your attention of God's word, he can get to do whatever he wants to do against you. But if your mind is focused on God's word, it is hard for Satan to outwit you. It's hard. There are many people who are prayer warriors but not word warriors. They can pray and pray and pray, but Satan is having, a, having fun in their garden. Having fun, a field trip around their lives. Because the word is not inside. Satan attempted tried Jesus. Jesus said, it is written. written. What are you coming to Jesus didn't say, come on, I cast you out. No. You see, Jesus didn't cast out Satan when he came to confront him, challenge Jesus. He didn't cast out the devil. He quoted the scripture. So in in, in Luke or Matthew, one of them, uh, both of them, Luke chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, you can choose which one you want. But chapter 4 verse 4, he says that Jesus said, it is written. Man must not live by bread alone. Then Satan came back again, and he said, took him to the high mountain. He said, jump on, over this. But for his, uh, no, he said, he showed him the wells, the beauties. And he said, if you bow to me, I'll give it to you. And he says that Jesus said, no, you shall not. for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God alone. And then he took him again. He said, Satan won't give up. Then he took him again to the high mountains, uh, 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 the, 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 top, the top of the temple. And he said, throw yourself down. And Satan also quoted the Bible. Satan quoted, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. Satan also said, for it is written. So he said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. Satan is quoting the Bible. And he quoted, those of you who say, I've been reading Psalms. He quoted from Psalm. <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. Satan quoted from the Psalms. So those of you who say, oh, every day I read a Psalm a day, Psalm 91, Psalm 91. Satan actually quoted from Psalm 91. <laughs> So, he, he said, Satan said, no, this is Satan talking, no. He said, for it is written, he will give his angels charge over you. Is it so? Yes, Bible said it. And, uh, uh, in their, and they will keep you uh, over you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Look at what Jesus said, the next one. Jesus said to him, it is written again. Yes. Say, it is written again. it is written again. Say it louder. Oh, some of you are tired. Say louder. It is written again. It is written again. So, and then in the Matthew account, Bible says that after he quoted the verse 10 and verse 11 or something like that, look at verse 10. Verse 10 says that, Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you save. Look at the next verse. And then the devil, He left. He left. He left after constant quoting of the word. Satan couldn't proceed any further. Couldn't proceed any further. Meanwhile, this is someone who has gone to fast forty days, and you know when Satan came after he finished fasting. So Satan shows up after the fasting. So if the fasting is what drives Satan, Satan should have come. But after fasting, rather Satan said, "Oh, let me check you out and see, you have fasted." You have done 365 days. Let me check you out and see what you are made up of. Satan came to him after the fasting. But Satan left when he found out there's so much weight. His weight content drove Satan far away. Your weight content will keep Satan far away. Don't boast about how well you behave boast about how much word is in you and how much faith you have in God. The Berean Christians, when they go home, Acts chapter 17 verse 11, Bible said, these ones were more noble than those of Thessalonica. For because when they search the scriptures daily, and these were more fair-minded, fair-minded, fair-minded. You see, smartness. Smartness, this is how you judge smartness in church. Smart people are those who, when they go home, they go and search the scriptures daily to find out the things the pastor is saying. Not with skepticism, but just to enforce it in themselves. So before they go quoting, they have made their reference. After pastor finished, they went home, they had tea, they had... Uh, uh, rice balls. They had, uh, whatever. They had fish and chips. They had... I know some of you after church, you are going to buy McDonald's. That's what you eat every Sunday. <laughs> so let the word of God... <laughs> stay, let the word stay on your mind. Let it stay on your heart. Keep it in your heart, but let it be active on your mind. It is the word, the word, the word in your heart that can be able to drive Satan away from you. Hallelujah. The word in your heart. Not your good intentions. Good intentions are not powerful enough to keep Satan obey. The word in your heart. That's why when we come to church, have you noticed that we give so much attention to God's word? Yes. Look at these wonderful instruments. We should be playing the instruments about 80% of the time. But they are silent 80% of the time. And we are listening to the word, sometimes long preaching, long preaching, so that the word can enter you. Because out, out there is wordless. Satan is using everything in our society to take away the word of God from you. Everything that Satan will get. Everything. Your colleagues at work, their TV programs, their news items, their newspapers, internet, everything. Facebook, everything to take away the word from you. So when we get you in church, we must overload you. Yes. Hallelujah.
0: Amen.
1: So to, to be to have faith in God, keep your mind stayed on the word. Yeah. Let me give you one more. One more. Say one more. Oh. Before, the, before the end of this year, before the end of this year, you will be celebrating a testimony. Yeah. can give you these points quickly. Maintain your confession. Luke 852, when they came to the house, the, Jesus, where the, the, the sick child was, when they got, Luke 852, Jesus got there and he said, you guys, what's going on here? The child is sleeping. Now, all, all wept and mourned for her, but he said, do not weep. She is not dead. she's sleeping. What did Jesus say? What did Jesus say to them? Do not weep. Why? Not dead, These are not ignorant people. They know they could tell the situation. They are weeping. Sometimes, if you don't take care, even the atmosphere alone will stop you from trying to believe God. Yeah. How many of you have tried to believe God and the situation so discouraging? I, you just. Pst, <laughs> let me tell you. Me, because the situation is so discouraging. Look at this. You go into a house, you have told Jairus. Your Delta will be made well, and you go and meet people wailing. The atmosphere was so bad. But Jesus kept the same confession. He told them, you know, that was a risk risk of his image and intelligence. He told them that do not weep because the child is not dead, it's asleep. And he, he became a, stock, a laughing stock. The next verse, Bible says that they started mocking him and they ridiculed him. That's a it wasn't laughable. They ridiculed him. Yeah, thing, but- Do you know ridicule is not positive? For, for somebody to ridicule you is they're the making a fun of you. They, like you are a fool. <laughs> Look at this fool. Look, at, they ridiculed him. But you have to learn how to maintain your confession. Don't change your confession because some people will, will think you are funny. Tell someone keep it. Maintain, your maintain your confession me I know uh, somebody's saying me I know I'll get married me I know I'll buy my own house me I know I'll get out of death uh, d- d- death and people are laughing at you. let them laugh don't mind them maintain your confession maintain your confession, maintain your confession maintain because God will confirm his word Amen. maintain your confession I don't know what you're expecting from God but The number one principle is you have to maintain your confession. If you say you believe in God, then don't change your confession. Even when everyone around you is crying, maintain your confession and suck them from the room. (laughs) Let me just give you these points quickly so that I don't come back to this. I like this point. So what, first the first point? Believe, believe God. Second point? Rehe- rehearse the word. Third point, maintain your cup Fourth point, despise the doubting mockers. They're mocking, but despise them. Ignore them. Listen, they are entitled to their laughter. Okay? Actually, may I say this? Expect some people to mock you. Some of you got up, you're going to church, and some people mock you. That's normal. If you don't expect it, you'll be disappointed. Expect it. Expect some people to mock you. So when they mock you, you are not surprised anymore. You knew they were going to mock you. You knew what you are pursuing in God is laughable to them. It's actually, the Bible uses the word foolishness. To those who are perishing, the things that will save you are foolishness to them. Can I say that again? The things that will save you, what is going to save you, is foolishness to those who are perishing. It's foolishness to those who are perishing. So, and uh, Luke, Luke 8.52 says that they mock him. So, but despise them, ignore them. Jesus drove them out. Drive some people out of your life. Some of the things, you don't have to talk to anybody about it. Hello? Some of the things, you don't have to talk. Because uh, they're actually going to make life difficult for you. More difficult. More difficult. Can it, you don't need to go around telling everybody that you are going to come out of debt. They will laugh at you so bad that within a few weeks, you've forgotten that you actually were planning on coming out of debt. Some of you don't have to be talking about your, mar, your mar, marital aspirations because to certain people because you know these ones will mock you and make fun of you. You don't have to talk about anything and everything to anybody. Some of them drive them out. Some of them, when you're about to even talk on the phone about something, you have to let them go out first. You have to be excused of some people. It will help you operate in faith. They are are joy killers. Kill joy. They will kill your joy. They are joy killers. They they will steal. They will say, ah, yeah, there you go. Sometimes they will even pass comments. And some of them are Christians. Some of them can be even pastors. They will pass comments. When, we, when it came on my heart and I knew we should start 365 days of prayer, I know some people were laughing at us. They're laughing at And I told pastor, the pastors, I said, this thing is crazy. But I know God wants us to do it. It's crazy. And I said, but I don't even know how we'll be able to Take it through because we don't have a permanent place and there's no hall you can get every day. But I said, let's, just, let's, let's keep going. Let's see what God will do. Let's just go because I know we are in the right direction. People will mock you. But by God's grace, we are left with 39 days. <laughs> God's grace. Every day. And Pastor Charles, what excites me about these prayers is... is the amount of Holy Ghost word empowerment its a word revolution. The word that we keep receiving, one of our members told me something. How come every day there's new message, different message? Every day in this church. Every day. Every day. Minister, this 365 days, there's no day we didn't hear God's word. Though. No. Yes. Sir, yesterday, I think it was more than one hour.
0: Wow. Yes. The, the message yes. was.
1: Are you, sorry, I forgot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was about one and a half hours. Yes. But it was so heavy we couldn't. Pastor Frank. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. What I was teaching, I was teaching Mel oh, yeah. hey. hey, it was so good. It, <laughs> it was so good. You remember? No. Yes. No data. The only person in life who didn't have a data. You type his date of birth, nothing. Address, no address. Okay, who is his mother? No mother. Who is his father? No father. Hey! Okay, when did he die? No, no no death certificate. What does he want? No records at all. No records. He came and met Abraham. And blessed Abraham. Gave Abraham communion and blessing. him. This personality, the first priest in the Bible, yesterday, and guess what, the message was not recorded. Oh. Oh. Powerful, Pastor Joe, powerful message. Powerful message. And Bible, sir, I'm going off, is that okay? Sir, Bible, Bible mentions Melchizedek only twice in the Old Testament. Yes. Such a powerful figure. How come the Old Testament was silent on him? Because the operative, operate, operate, operating system, operating system, the operating system. Some of you, there are some software you can't install on your, your iPhone 4. Uh, apps, some app you can't install because the operating system is not advanced enough to take it. Melchizedek's, Melchizedek's order, the Old Testament operating system was too low to take it. So to, it is our, our vision that can take them down. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah. Hey. Powerful. So, God into Abraham's operating system, that's why we are the sons. Is, is that you? It's nice to see you. Um, Watch, 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 watch uh, my time is. Abraham's operating system, that's why we are the sons of Abraham because his operating system was higher than the Old Testament's operating system. So God started with him and put a pause because every other thing that was coming is like a, pregnant, a woman who is working in a company, the secretary, and gets pregnant. So goes on a maternity leave. Someone comes to shadow. So the Old Testament came to shadow. Yesterday. And Every time because we give so much attention to God's word. So when Satan comes, you have something to tell you. That's it. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Satan will leave you because of what you can say.
2: Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Satan lives because of the word in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Not who prayed for you. Wow. Wow. Satan lives because of the word in your mouth. Mm. That's why nowadays they have made it every means to drive out the word of God from our society, they have everything possible to drive out the word of God from our schools, our society, everything in the West. In the West, it's like the word of God is a taboo in public circles. Drive it out. Because Satan has agenda to rule in this this generation. Because his time is short. Revelation is coming very quickly. So he's determined. So we believers must be full of the word. Bible says that so mightily the word of God grew and prevailed. Acts chapter 19, verse 20. The word of God grew and prevailed. When the apostles in Jerusalem, when they heard that Samaria has received the word. The word. Bible says when Philip was speaking, demons were flying out. Yeah. demons were living, and they believe because of what things they see. When they believe, Bible says when Jerusalem heard, they have received the word. I see someone becoming a giant. Amen. I see someone becoming a giant. Amen. Drive some people out of your life. Amen. Let me give you one more. This one I won't comment too much on. It. Don't operate by
2: sight. I've said it already. So, number one, believe. Number two, rehearse. Number three, maintain. Number four, despise. Number
1: five, don't operate by sight, or let's put it this way disregard. Disregard the finality of the threat. You can tell that this threat is really final. The girl was dead. For goodness sake, he was dead. But Jesus said, let's go. She will live. It's like Jesus. At least have some level of regard for the condition we are dealing with. Please, Abram, Abram, Abram. Listen, why are you not doing baby shopping, baby clothes shopping for baby clothes? Abram, you are you are virtually hundred, and the age is not the problem, as the factors in your body. Your body is dead. Your wife's womb is gone. This is not an assumption. It is authentic fact. Provable. They knew it. So why would Abraham begin to believe God for a child? A child at his age? Watch this. (laughs) Watch this. Watch this. Do you know why Abraham did? That's the text for this. Disregard the finality of the threat. Some of you, the doctors have actually signed. They finished, they said, that's it. In In fact, the the lady I spoke about last week. she And the lady had a testimony last week when the child went to the hospital. The doctors were struggling. Harriet, the doctors were going, they're struggling. And then Harriet said, I've just left church and pastor said, the children in this church are covered. I remember then, I started declaring. I, I started it. I started meditating. I started saying to myself. So she, she stood on God's word. She stood on God's word. The lady who was, was told there was a hole in her heart. Do you know what? Do you know actually she went and I went the surgery? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She went and she I went the surgery. They took, but after they went inside and everything, they said, we are sorry. We can't find a hole again. Yeah. We are sorry for putting you through all this situation. Wow. It's not... They checked it first, it was there. She came to church, a word came, she received the word, she went into theater, they did everything. They said there's a problem because we went in and realized that actually there's no hole. So she don't, oh no, disregard the finality of the threat. Some of you are dealing with threats, I know. You are dealing with a threat against your marriage, a threat against your job. A threat against your house. A threat against your family life. There's a threat against your child, your child. What The way things are going, you can tell the threat is real. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes the threat is so real. It's so real. It's so real. You are dealing against a a threat against your marriage. You can tell. When you were 25, someone tells you this. That's understandable. You You are 43. 43 and your body is practically melting And they are telling you your marriage will be good your body is an an obvious and clear threat Against your hope so Abraham in 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 Romans chapter 4 verse 17 Who against hope? He believed in God who calls the things that be not as though they were who contrary to hope believed so that he became... No, verse 17, I said. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom, believed, uh, whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead. <laughs> Interestingly, these things, you don't hear about them in UK, but I believe that we are about to hear some of these things in our church. Yeah. Because my spiritual father who I served for several years, these things I'm about to say was common in this ministry. Where a woman has gone undergone surgery, the womb has been removed and she gets pregnant.
0: Wow.
1: wow. wow. I, I, I just remember, I just realized we don't even have this kind. The, the father, I, the one who I served, who raised me, i Kofi, but the father of this move, Bishop oyedepo is common. That those kind of testimonies are common. Where you know that it can't happen, And God just said, let me throw my weight about because someone is believing me. I believe believe we are entering that phase now. Some of you they will tell you your a a, a woman whose breast has been removed will breastfeed. That's it. Is that not extreme? Doesn't this sound extreme? So, what kind of God are you believing then? Oh, come on, let's be real. We are being real. Disregard the finality of the threat. The most experienced surgeon in Europe has checked the record and has actually signed that this is so. It still doesn't matter. Yeah. Disregard the finality of the threat. When Jesus got into the house, professional mourners were crying. Oh, yeah. The child was declared dead. They were, so. That, that, that was a serious, obvious threat. It, that, that, she was dead, though It wasn't like she was yeah, she was struggling to she breathed maybe. Now wait for one minute. Five minutes. No, she has finished breathing, she's dead, they test her pulse. she was gone. So Christ, let's start tomorrow. When she was dying, you so-called spiritual man. Where were you? You, Jesus, where were you? Where were you? Where were you? God, if you'd have helped me, where? And now I've lost the house. What again? I'm telling you, the house you have lost, you can regain it. You can repossess the house. <laughs> Situations may look out of hands. Pastor, it's long gone. I've lost the contract. They, actually, they've given it to someone. The person has started working. And so what? And so what? As what? Do I believe God? Ah, please listen to what I didn't say. Don't use your faith to move mountains and leave it in the path of others. Wow. <laughs> Let's finish. Abraham. What did Abraham do? Um, Romans chapter <laughs> verse eighteen. Let's all read from verse 18. Let's go. Verse 18. Verse 18. Alright, let's go. Let's
2: read it out loud.
1: So shall I? Now, 19 is my text. Go. 19, let's go. And Consider his own body. Already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He wasn't weak in faith. Weak faith will let you consider the negative, how negative the situation is and conclude that the negativity is what will prevail. In fact, some translations said the, the way the Greek language is, is rendered, it actually can also be translated. who not being weak in faith, considered his own body. Do you understand what I'm saying? So here I he said, did not consider, it's true. But the original Greek sounds like, I think, look at Amplify. Put the Amplify, let's see. Who not being weak in faith, do you see that? He, when he considered the utter importance of his body. So, he, God said, you are going to have a child. Me? Then you look at his body. It's not, it's not, See, but he looked at his body and chose that I won't take this into consideration. So that's why the first one I'll so he did not consider it. But he actually that's the Greek. The Greek is very interesting. The, the Greek he looked at his body but with disregard. He considered, and everything his body was telling him, he chose to disregard it. Everything Sarah's room was saying, he was looking at it and said, I know I can see this, but I know I'm still going to have a child. Verse 19, who did not consider his own body, which was already dead, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb, but was strong in faith. I came to tell somebody, it looks like the year is coming to an end. But what most of us have realized is the year has not ended. Tell someone, shake the person, the year has not ended. How many days does it take to conceive? You see, it doesn't take five years to meet your future wife. Your future—you might have even known the person, but it takes a moment. You decide, ah, I'm going to go. So, major issues in life take moment to start. we have so many thousands of moments between now and the end of the year. It is happening for somebody this year. (laughs) I said it is happening for somebody this year. You are about to hear the best news of your life. You are about to hear the greatest news of your life. In the name of Jesus. Whatever is threatening you, We threaten it in the name of Jesus. Whatever is troubling you, we trouble it in the name of Jesus. And I prophesy over your life that your best days are about to start from now. Your best days are about to start from now. Your best days are about to start from now. now. In your finances is starting from now. In your marriage is starting from now.
2: In your physical body, your health is starting from now. In your family life is starting from now. In your
1: career is starting from now. In your business is starting from now. I declare as the prophet of God. That 2017 is not over yet! Your
2: miracle is going to happen in 2017! In the name of Jesus!
1: Whatever looks impossible, I
2: said to you like the angel said to Mary, with God nothing shall be impossible. With God nothing shall be impossible. With God, nothing shall be impossible. Your testimony is showing up this year. In the next next 28 days, your testimony is showing up. Your testimony is showing up, your testimony is showing up. Your miracle is showing up, by the word of the Lord. I come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I the the Lord Jesus. And I release your testimony. I release your miracle battle in your favor, yes. I turn the battle in your favor, yes. in the name of
1: Jesus, yes. every hospital record, every health threat, every marital threat yes.
2: you are faced with, in the mighty name of Jesus I prophesy is turning into your testimony for you, yes. is turning into a testimony for you, yes is turning into a testimony for you. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands and begin to pray right now that Lord, I believe, Lord, I believe I have faith in God. 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 God." I have faith in God. 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 Come on. Talk, talk, talk to God about your children, about your finances, about your crisis in your family, about your job. Come on. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. I have faith in 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 God. Shabba. Hey! Ra Thank you, Jesus.
1: you, are here, you want to say, pray for me. Pray for me. I want to start afresh with Jesus. I I want to make a commitment. I have I, I, not, not put all my faith in Jesus, and I'm not where I should be with my work of Jesus. I want to be born again. Pastor, I want to start afresh. I want to work my faith in Jesus. In spite of what anybody will say about me, I disregard all the satanic traits. And Pastor, pray with me. I want to make that decision to start afresh with Jesus. Maybe that's your genuine prayer. I don't want to close the service without praying with you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to start afresh with Jesus. If that is your prayer, lift up your right hand high so I can see it and pray with you. Lift it up. God bless you as you do that quickly as we close. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to start afresh with Jesus. I want him to have his way in my life. I want to be born. Lift up the right hand high so I can see it and pray with you. Lift it up. Lift it up. Maybe you are here, you are. You have backslided. You were born again, but you backslided. Your relationship with Jesus is so bad. You also want to make it right with Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, I want to rededicate my life with Jesus, to Jesus. If you are here, you say, I want to make it right with Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. You two lift up your right hand high. Friends, God bless you. I'm glad you took this step forward. Lift up your two hands as a sign of surrender. The two hands, just lift it up as a sign of surrender. Say this after me. Say it from your heart. Mean it it's personal. Your life will be the same again. Mean it, okay? Say this up. Say, Lord Jesus. I know I am a sinner. And I've sinned against you. But I believe you died on the cross to save me. Thank you for your blood. That washes me from all my sins. From today, I make a commitment. I will serve you. I will obey you. I invite you into my life to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for forgiving me and for loving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I thank you for your daughters. I thank you for their lives. They heard your voice. They've taken the step. I pray that give them a testimony. I pray that help give them a Christian testimony that they'll be strong in faith, that through them, many others will be blessed because of their work with you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at charis.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Charis Ministries. Stay blessed.